Talkers, what's up, Gruntworks Nation? The big Earl is always asking, why is China hoarding food? Experts say that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. One China expert says they, of course, will never admit to something like that. Well, what does China know that we don't? When it comes to global food shortages, China is the canary in the coal mine. You see, China is the world's number one food importer. They rely on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. So they can't afford to mess up. Or there will be riots, civil panic, or even worse, when over a billion people can't eat. What does this mean for Americans like you and me? Two words, food shortages. That's why it's a smart idea to stock up on a kit of best-selling Four Patriots survival food. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. Hand-packed in the USA. The kits are compact and stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. And their five-star reviews on the website rave about the flavor and the taste. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase of Four Patriots Survival Food by typing in the code BTTGW at checkout. Just go to fourpatriots.com and use the code BTTGW to get 10% off your first purchase of Four Patriots Survival Food. That's fourpatriots.com. Use the code BTTGW. Hey, what's up, Trash Talkers? Listen, it's impossible to fight, okay, if you don't know what you're fighting for. Does that make sense? Like if you're in the dumps and you're, you know, you're struggling with mental health, things of that nature, it's gonna continue tearing you down, all right? Because you're consistently trying to fight something, which is that demon, which is usually something from the past, right? Maybe that why needs to be fighting for your future. Let that be your why. Get the hell up and start fighting for your future. Stop fighting things that happened in the past. Easier said than done, right? Go seek help. It's okay not to be okay. A lot of people need to hear this. You are more of a warrior and a fighter if you stand up and say, hey, this has to stop. I need to go seek help. The stigma, everything has changed. It's okay not to be okay. Here is a firm believer in all men are created equal, but not all men live equal. That is why there's a certain select number of people in the DOD who decided to jump out of airplanes. And yes, we are better than you, 100%. Now, don't be the first trigger pansy to say, well, airborne's not relevant. You haven't jumped since World War II. Well, that's not accurate for one. And two, it's like having a jalopy or a 68 Mustang. Well, a 68 Mustang's no longer relevant. Doesn't matter. It's still a better car than yours. So take it easy this National Airborne Day and just accept that we are better than you. So two things for today's Honesty Cap. First thing, how do all my boys from the 101st feel knowing that the Army decided that instead of actually making you airborne, they just create a whole new division that's airborne because you just aren't cutting it. It sucks. Thing number two. For all the folks who were like, oh, airborne is, 
irrelevant, doesn't even matter. They're making a whole new division of just airborne people because they're relevant. Think about that. How's that feel? Does that hurt a little bit? I hope it hurts a little bit. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> what is up, Trash Talkers? What's up, Grunt Works Nation? Welcome to episode 144 of the Trash Talk Hour. Returning guest today is Mike with Ariel Resupply Coffee, and today I'm here with Buddy and Nick. Happy New Year's to everybody, huh? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Hey. Happy New Year. Shout out to Merry New Year! Today. Should we sing Lena Happy Birthday or what? No. Uh, no? No. 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 Okay. No. Well, happy birthday but, anyway. But happy birthday, Len. Yeah. Hey, let us happy know where birthday, you're partying. I, I asked where you're partying. We'll, we'll, put the, we'll, we'll send some money to the bar tab. Yeah, so, yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, we know you. We know you're going out. No lie, you're going out. <laughs> let, let parties a little, huh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> mm. How's everybody doing today? Eyes? Good. My buddy's frozen. Yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. Am I frozen? I'm not frozen. A little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah. not frozen. Yeah, you're frozen. You're lagging a little bit, buddy. You're lagging. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe your computer smells the Indian food. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Could be. That was. It's. Uh, let me tell you, I really, I love Indian food, but it's like uh, <laughs> 24 hours later, it doesn't love me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a, it's not a fan. It's not a yeah. fan. Like Johnny yeah, Cash you... on my butthole. Oh, that, that ring, yeah. ring of fire. Ring of fire. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, can't, can't monetize on Twitch talking about buttholes exploding, can we, Chris? No, so, let's yeah. not. Let's not try that. Wait, which doesn't? They, oh, we can. We can talk about buttholes. Is it that what your butthole okay. does when it's on fire? Twitches. <laughs> Twitches. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. This is great. That's but, the commercial. Great. Good to be back. Good to be yeah. back. Yeah. Well, hey, let let's kick this dumpster fire off. Um, Buddy actually recommended this conspiracy. I was going to talk about something else today, but um. I'm going to save that for next week. So hey, Chris is going to play a video. Much yeah, yeah. like ahead, my ahead, buddy, what after Indian food, it is the conspiracy that is on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see what's, what's going, going on, on here. here. On January 2nd, 2024, a large police presence was spotted at the Bayside Marketplace, an outdoor mall in Miami, Florida. The police report stated that it was an incident involving teenagers with sticks and fireworks that caused a panic among shoppers. The problem that most people are having with this report is the sheer number of police vehicles involved, around 100, that surrounded the mall just for a small group of teenagers, four total, that had fireworks and sticks. Then eyewitness reports began surfacing of 8 to 10 foot creatures which were entering the mall 
which really caused the mass panic from shoppers to the point many who were armed began to fire upon the large creatures. This caused the power to be cut from the mall and surrounding homes, and black helicopters sent into the air to scan the area, shutting down the Miami airport until the search was finished. Some have described these creatures as zombies to reptilians, to even Nephilim in nature as they entered the marketplace. What are these creatures? Are they a sign of the last days of Noah, or is it a government experiment gone AWOL, or cryptids journeying from a secluded area nearby? You tell me. So, so welcome to 22, welcome to 2024. <laughs> okay, all right, so I'm gonna give my whole take on this shit. So. I was actually looking at that. It's trending all over Twitter, trending all over TikTok. So the police presence is accurate. Hundreds of police officers like got to the mall. Um, like that's all of obviously. the cops. Like everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone. Like every they single called, one. Every single. Uh, they called one. Day. They were off work. And they were like, "Hey, come down yeah. to the mall." Right. Right. And, and it was had a free apparently giveaway. That's a lot of cops. <laughs> Yeah, and it was apparently over uh, a fight that broke out between teenagers with sticks and stuff. Um, but then the airspace was shut down. The airport was shut down, apparently. Um, uh, any, like, radio communication for, like, civilians was shut down. Like, all kinds of crazy stuff over teenagers with sticks. So that's a little bit weird. Now, there were shots fired in the mall, okay, because apparently people were shooting at these at these creatures, right? Or it was just teenagers shooting at each other. Um, or firecrackers. Yeah, firecrackers, right? Fireworks as well. I don't, man, I don't know, man. I don't buy into this. I do find it funny that at the same time the Epstein list was released, right? Kind of like that's been out too trending now. So, hey, maybe we uh, send, you know, hundreds of cop cars to this mall in Miami over kids fighting. Let it trend on Twitter and TikTok and everybody will forget about the list that is currently out. So that's my take on it. I don't think there were eight to 10 foot creatures in the mall. Now, there are some weird videos. If you go on TikTok, there's guys that are like describing these things and then their videos keep getting taken down. I was going to send Buddy one yesterday and I physically saw it's no longer on TikTok anymore. And this guy describes this eight to 10 foot creature that's chasing people in the mall. Oh, no, man. I think it's a cover up for the Epstein list that was just released. That is my take. Wow. Mike, what is your take? Buddy, oh. hold off. Let me get with Mike. I've got your turns, things. buddy. Well, I got it. I he's, got, he's, buddy actually, actually thinks it was shocked. eight to ten foot creatures. Well, what if you look at the, <laughs> what if you look at this a little bit differently? What if you look at it as the police were really there to create almost like a Thunderdome atmosphere where the kids were in there with sticks taking down the eight to ten foot creatures, and the police are just there to make sure that nobody left, and then they've covered it all up from there to keep all these, and then they arrested all the kids after these eight to ten foot creatures. Creatures were taken. I think down. four were. I think four were arrested from the reports I saw. Four. Yeah, so maybe they were the ones that most? actually defeated these creatures, and they just kept it all trapped inside the mall, where you know there can only be one at the end. I do like how it's Florida and people are popping off and apparently shooting at these things. Right. So like it was Miami know, though. America. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. It is Miami. So. So is that, your, is that your sarcastic take, Mike, or did this really happen? Were there creatures in the mall? You know, that well, that was, I think, kind of both. I mean, I think I think I weaved both <laughs> sarcasm and reality into the same take. Yeah. yeah okay. Man. All right. Fair enough. Good take, Mike. All right, buddy. The long-awaited moment. We, we've been wanting to hear your take on this because you, you okay. seem very invested in this. So, so let's go. To be... You might have some intel, maybe, you yeah, know, through no, the special no, forces no. or whatever. To be well, I do have just this, stay like, still because your camera, your shitty ass camera this, can't I've pick got you this, up. Like, just like that, 
Make sure you guys watch the Kandahar Giant episode that we did. So, you know. Buddy's already experienced the Giants before. True. <laughs> that being said, I do think that it's funny that my take on it is going to be traditionally Dave's take, which it is mind blowing to me. It's I thought great. Dave and I were going to. It's a new year, buddy. It's new me, new year. Or new year, but new hey, me, right? <laughs> new year. And we, it's 2024, and we have cranked it up already. With some crazy oh, earthquakes and stuff in Japan and the world, yeah, there's fucking well, those happen all there's, time. there's tsunamis hitting yeah, fucking California, just like fucking ripping California apart. There's yep. apparently monsters in Miami. Iceland is getting fucked up by that volcano. Like it's really bad. Yeah, all there. The time. yeah. and then, always gotten volcanoes. No, but it's like it's like excessively bad yeah. right now. And then Japan got hit with that earthquake. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, you well. Did. That's because uh, they've got bigger monsters that are coming out in Japan. They look like Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. <laughs> um, anywho, <laughs> I will say that we also did an episode on some Peruvian <laughs> seven to ten foot tall silver beings running around. In the tree. In You're the right. trees. You're right, dude. Now, in the trees. <laughs> are we not going to draw a connection? Maybe these aliens that went to Peru, they just aren't real big on like South Americans, Latinos. So they hit up Miami. You know what I mean? They got how how off how off if you're coming from millions of light years away, that's like a, a fucking split, a little bitty degree off. All they the good up, topic, so they right? were coming to help their Peruvian buddies. They're the reinforcements, those four dudes creatures whatever they came down they were just a little bit off they ended up in miami where's the first place you would go if you traveled light years away i'm no. trying to get i'm trying to get an orange julius dog yeah, exactly some type of maybe some clothes I'm maybe some clothes i'm going to the food yeah, yeah. What about what's the first thing the ter- what's the first yeah. thing the terminator did right going to i'm going to i'm true, going to spencer's true. to get myself a cool like some kind of like funny graphic tea so that when I do show up in Peru, I'm killing it fashion wise and also killing these Peruvian llama soldiers that are coming to stop me and my boys from taking over the fucking, yeah, those uh, guys were fighting for the, days, bro. I think they're here to take over the llama. The, like what kind of the wool, the wool industry from the, that shit. That they were in Vegas. That they were in Vegas wool. a month ago, two months ago when that, uh, UAP supposedly landed. There was a yep, whole yep, thing yep. in Vegas. That's all I'm saying. That, was, that was the most real video we've seen. Yeah, well, Vegas one. Yeah, that one was weird is, as fuck. Yeah, that, that one family was like doesn't. They don't talk it, to people anymore. Even the cops admitted seeing yeah, lights in the sky. Like, like yeah. nope. Yeah, well, here's the thing. <laughs> that's a what lot. Fuck is really going on, bro? That's a, that's a lot of police officers. It is. For four it is. Kids and to cut off the airspace, like also, do they? Do they come? Who, shut, who fights? Do they shut what down the airspace for like a mass shooting or anything? Like, Hold would up. they? Is that is that protocol? What group of West Side Story watching ass kids are showing up at the mall with sticks and chains, fucking snapping their way into a rumble? Like, who's fighting with sticks at the mall now? That's not a thing. Like, kids don't fight with sticks anymore. Sticks. It was like, on the news. Sticks. What? Yeah, yeah. Sticks. Like they were like, like they even. Hey, hey, pony boy, grab your sticks. Yeah. We're gonna go beat. Freaking the socials up down at, at fake the news editor topic. needs to like gotta, be fired. We gotta, we gotta fight. 
We got a fight down at Hot Topic. We're gonna go get get it on, guys. It was the yeah. uh, flash mob for Lord of the Flies. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I love that movie. I think I think that that might have been creatures because everything else. The the funny thing is that creatures showing up at a mall in Miami is to me light years more plausible than four kids fighting with sticks in 2024. Yeah, but wouldn't it be so hard to like ninja train? I mean, there are people on TikTok that are mentioning these, but like so hard to like cover up that whole, like these cops, some of these cops like have to be talking or like, I don't know, man, that'd be a big one to keep. Yeah, that's really always the, were fucking. You really I think they were crazy? There, had to, there it had to be things. Maybe it was the Miami Heat. Damn. Maybe the Miami Heat what was just Project playing a joke. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. It could have been the Miami Heat. The guys going shopping, and all of a sudden they're getting shot at because everybody thinks they're aliens. No, dude, I'm really just seven four. Like my yeah. bad. Like, <laughs> like, you know, you watch me on TV and shit. Like, come Damn. on, come yeah. on. Could be. Uh, legitimately now okay all right damn yeah yeah like i said i'm actually i don't know whether i'm more shocked there's a video on tiktok with one on a roof where like like it's walking on a roof supposedly it's like more shocked at the four aliens that showed up on the route or on the in miami or the fact that i am the one that is thinking that it was actual creatures and not dave blows my mind Love I mean, you, hey, you, you, Love you are you are you are getting you are getting your master's degree, so you are somewhat more educated now. Yeah, okay, and I got this, open. and I got this hippie sweatshirt. So. Nobody can tell what you're wearing because your screen sucks. They're, they're desensitizing oh, us good. anyway that's with the whole good, alien UAP it's phenomenon. Not, so, like, maybe it, maybe it did happen. Who knows? Oh, Nick, what's yeah. your take? You take yeah, me. yeah, buddy, are you on a computer? Yeah, yeah. Press F5 while I'm talking. You'll come right back. So reload it. It'll it'll help it out. Um, oh, you know what? I'll be unless right you're back. on a Mac. Yeah, right there back. you go. No, I am. Um, hold on. I'll be right back. I know what I did. <laughs> uh oh. Um, so this this one is 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 tough for me because what was what were we talking about a few shows ago about like the government super soldiers, right? Like they build mm-hmm. these they they build these monsters, right? And oh yeah, that was in. Uh... That place in Jersey, right, where the right. satellite is, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then there's all there's another compound somewhere else where they're building these creatures, right? The like, you know, where they made mm-hmm. what's it, Captain America? You know, they're 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 making these dudes. Uh, before I get into it, we got Brian Hot. Uh, he says they found a creature on Gold Rush. Some archaeological society took over large creatures. Uh, then you got Jeremy Daniels saying, "Present, what's up, JD, uh, Crystal, and uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for chiming in." Um, I, I think that I do like that the reports of people shooting at them, right, from one of the free states in America, because, you know, you have... Well, that, that's, like, the best part, bro. Because Texas is the greatest country in America, and then you have some freer states like South Dakota, you know, and then, uh, you know, Florida, and uh, all, some of these places that you're allowed to do things, like, you know, constitutionally that you're supposed to. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think the cop presence... Uh, is because people were popping off at these things, mm-hmm. right? And so that that then, but here's the thing that nobody's paying attention to, right? You said shutting down the airspace, all right? Why are we shutting That's down? So the- weird, yeah. Because there's their transport ship is there that brought these guys. So Nick, 
real quick to that, there's another video because I went down the rabbit hole. On now, TikTok, I'm not saying UFOs the night before. No, people were filming UFOs in that area the night before. I'm not saying UAPs. they're aliens, but no. what if the the super soldiers that were building in New Jersey went haywire, huh? What went AWOL with one of the super jets that we built? Right, like you know, the one on uh, Marvel, you know, where it can like AI, like everything. It's all coming together, man. Hey, but, I'm, yeah, gonna, tell you, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I, I will. I, I have to. I mean, now that Nick's saying it, I have to agree. When I got out of basic training in AIT, one of the first places I went was the mall. We all went to the mall. Had that new money. I went to that mall. Got with the structure. Got me some new bloom jeans. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. And who knows? PX. Maybe maybe these, PX, super, maybe these super soldiers got counseled not to buy anything without their team leader being present, and they lost their shit, right? And they were like, you know what? I'm going to go get whatever I want, right? Because I'm American, right? I might be made in the lab, but I'm American. I was made in America, right? So, like, my rights. Yeah, I know my rights, and they're, and they're getting after it. So I, 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 I can see somewhat of a, you know, an alien thing with the Peruvians. But I think these are super soldiers from New Jersey that got out. And, I mean, you can pretty much lock that down because uh, I'm, I'm pretty much the most right person on this panel. Most of the pretty time. Pretty much certain. 100% yeah. happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. 100% happened. Um, but with In that. In the meantime, you should probably go check out 4patriots.com slash VTTGW and get you some supplies because shit is getting serious. That yeah, is great. Yeah, tag that, tag Chris. that, Chris. Yeah, That's tag that one. Yeah, it good segue. It's a good segue because things are going crazy. Alabama did not make the national title game, nor is there not an SEC team in the national title game. In fact, seeing as it's 2024, technically there's two Big Ten teams in this national title game. All right, because that's where Washington's going this year. All right, so you got two Big Ten teams in the national championship. Things get your four Patriots supply now because when you got two Big Ten teams in the national title and no SEC teams, something bad gonna happen. All right, <laughs> like, the universe it's is gonna going do down. something. Something's going it's down. Definitely going down. But yeah. yeah, I, you know, it was my turn for the Book of Burl, but you know, I, I figured that because of the mental state Buddy is in, uh, that we would allow him some time to He's talk a little about. Off. Good old he Alabama. Really there were... Yeah. <laughs> so like I like I said in the script, go ahead and show us on the doll where Alabama hurt you. Um, <laughs> first of all, first of all, my my the first thing I'm gonna say is 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 uh is roll tide. Just, roll tide. Just roll tide, fuck all you other people, roll tide. <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna piggyback off my own statement by saying the worst thing in the world is an Alabama fan who on a year that they don't win a national championship but still win 12 games whines about Alabama football and how they got cheated or fucking they should have been this or that or it's this or they shut the fuck up like we eat as an Alabama fan I've been an Alabama fan since the 80s uh, back when Bear Bryant was was coaching Alabama football, and that was a great time to be an Alabama fan, right? Then we got into the nineties; it wasn't so good. It wasn't so easy every year to be an Alabama fan because there were years where we had coaches that you know they were busy with strippers, and and so they got fired real quick. 
We didn't we didn't play very well. Shit sucked. And then our Lord and Savior, Nicholas Saban, came and uh or Saint Nick, if you will. If I I'll I will well, it's Christmas. Saint Nick has has come along. And since then, like we're at 18 national championships as a as a program. And I say we, I've never never played for Alabama football, but I, I'm from Alabama, so I get to say we. We're at 18 national championships. We're in the playoffs more than we're not in the playoffs. So one year where we don't win the national championship, or even a couple years where we don't win the national championship, there are other people that are more that would be more than happy with be a Colorado fan. Go do that. Go try that on for side. That's that sucks a little bit. You got a, a you Rutgers got a fan, coach, a bunch of bunch of people from the portal, and you're still not that good. Not even really a ball not, game. Yeah, not good. We didn't even win six games. Yeah, not even in the, not even in the cereal bowl. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> fucked. All right. So my 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 honesty cap is to my fellow Alabama fans that that have a little bit of a heartache about this season. Or or any diehard fan that acts like any, any diehard fan, but definitely any diehard fan who's who is as as we say in the biz, being a little bitch right now, calm down. It's all right. It's gonna be okay. There's there's creatures in Miami that are more worried. You should be more worried about than Alabama football. We're gonna be back next year. It's gonna be all right. We're gonna win a lot of games. There's a lot of games in our future. There's probably some more national championships. It's gonna be okay. I will say that that the SEC thing that's a hard one. That was a hard blow to take because it was like all of the SEC. In the that was in the playoffs, and I count Texas because they'll be there next year. But yeah. uh, whew, that was tough. That was tough, guys. It was uh, that was a hard one to take. But you know what? Barring more of these these aliens showing up, which by the way, fucking, where in the fuck was Nick Saban for these aliens? Why weren't we recruiting? What if he's coaching them? These motherfuckers are teleporting through shit. Come on. That's what we need. Fucking offensive line. We need eight foot tall aliens. Zip pop. Fucking touchdown. I mean, they are Americans. They should hey, have eligibility. They're Americans. Especially if they're, if, yeah, if they're New Jersey hey. soldiers, they're 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 definitely Americans. Even if they're even if they're aliens and they just show up, Biden. <laughs> it's all right. You're at, maybe that's what they. Whatever. I'm getting my conspiracy and my my fucking honesty cap all fucking intermingled. Anyway, hey, roll tide. It's gonna be it's gonna be all right next year, and uh, and 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 stop being a prick about being an Alabama fan just because they lost a game. You fucking weirdos. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. You know, I, I like I like that you said yeah, that. No buddy. clue about any of it. Yeah, that. I, I was gonna say that, Dave. That Dave. That's yeah, Dave, one, way Dave, 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 one way to shut Dave up during your honesty cap or book and roll is talk about American sports, right? Because yeah. he just sit there. He doesn't know what you're saying. No idea. Um, <laughs> so that's that's one way. He's like, I want to say something, but I don't know what to say. Um, know what to say? Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it drives me like you see these teams that just they, they've. Well, I'm a I'm a Packer fan, and I say this on my NFL show all the time. You know, I'm an objective. I like Aaron Rodgers. I'm an object. I'm an objective football. Like I appreciate good football. I sometimes I gamble against the Packers, even though I'm a fan. But you will have people, 
after like a Packer loss or a Dallas loss, Dallas and Packers are kind of like the same kind of crazy cult fans, right? Like, yeah. like, like when we're st- we're still about them boys. Well, yeah, you're a fan. Just because they lost doesn't mean that you have to pledge your allegiance to them every time they lose. That you're still gonna be there next Sunday. Like, calm the hell down, right? Like, we about to, we about them boys. Like, I'm still a Packer fan, green and gold in the blood. Yeah. Well, if you if you if it took one <laughs> loss for you to be like, ah, fuck the Packers, then yeah. you're probably not really a fan. Anyway. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but but what we do got to talk about with the Alabama thing and the SEC thing is this is where Joe was right. His if you haven't watched Joe's video after Michigan won, he's hammered uh, drunk for one, and it's great, right? Like so, I, uh, I actually saw that video pop up. And <laughs> immediately no, no, you need to watch it. He's, he's, he's hammered drunk, but in his in his you know drunk in in his head high too. Yeah, and, yeah, and, but in his blabbering. There was a small point in there, right? It was like, then that small point was that all the whole of the SEC has made a living off of Georgia and Alabama, right? All of them. All of us, you'll have some Vanderbilt fan telling me how much the Big Ten sucks. And I'd be like, bro, you would be in the bottom of the Big Ten too. You'd be in the bottom of the, you, you wouldn't be there. Tennessee, yeah. they were good for, they were good for a few years, right? But you, you're, you're not, you're, you would be an okay Big Ten team. You'd I would okay say I would argue I would argue that Alabama and Georgia of late are like a staple, like twenty but years. There LSU still, before that was good, right? LSU like, pops yeah. in. They're but really that's what they had Saban. That's what they had Saban. Uh, <laughs> well, when they had old. Yeah, I mean they've been good. Les Miles won one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but like so. But again, they do need to eat a little bit of crow on this. Right, not Alabama fans, but the SEC fans who claim this great conference because two teams have ninety percent of your championships. Right, like, like, no, no, no. All right, so yeah, I, I agree with Buddy. Well, you it's going to go out. away here pretty soon too. Once the college right. playoffs moves to twelve teams, you can pretty much bet that the SEC they might have more teams in the playoffs, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be at the top. Yeah, or. Oh, I'll, 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 take that bet. I'll take that bet right now, if you would like. I would love to take that bet. A, they're going to have more teams in the playoffs next year. Um, but it, the here's the problem with the SEC right now. We keep a, the SEC. This is quickly becoming a sports show. Sure. And Dave's getting yeah. pissed. The, the, the problem just is. Drink, that, Dave, just drink 10 Mountain vodka. Yeah. You'll be fine. The, uh, the, the, yeah, the problem, <laughs> some the of that. problem is that the SEC keeps allowing the, the better schools of these other conferences to come into the SEC. So they're going to end up with the same thing that they ha- have bitched about for years and years and years. And that's really good teams playing each other all year long. And then you know, if you're, if you're playing teams like fucking, you know, South Illinois fucking junior college for the dumb, deaf and blind every fucking year, every, every game. Then when you get to the playoffs and you're all healthy, it's not, it's not. Cause I, cause I, th- I think what I heard you say is you would rather have the sec play the school for the deaf and blind. Right, so that yes. They could be healthy at the end and trounce. That's exactly what Alabama. I would, I would rather. I would rather if the SEC. Honestly, I would rather if the SEC left itself where it was, and like all these other, like Texas, Oklahoma, all these other teams that keep coming, like, want to come into the SEC. Um, people that like. 
Florida State who might want to buy their way out of the conference that they're currently in because the conference is so fucking weak, like, and they want to go somewhere. Where would where yeah. would a, a team like Florida yeah, go? Hey, let's let's have this conversation out? on a Friday show, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that, come on, yeah, come on. We'll yeah. turn we'll turn it into that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Now let, let's 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 get on to the guest. Uh, and those of you who watched our last show before the New Year's break, um, was that we wanted to start the new year with something positive. So we brought Ben Owen on again. We talked about one of the families that he, uh, you know, recovered from a crack house. They redid the crack house, purchased the crack house, moved the family. They actually, these guys weren't addicted. So, but they had, they had, they had problems financially. It was paying like 3,600 a month in rent for like a 1,400 square foot house. Like that whole section oh, eight yeah. crap. They were they were so paying they, for a, a a hotel room, a motel, right? A motel. Yeah. Yep. Just motel. stupid. Yep. So they they got them into a house with a great story, and we shared some of our stories of you know you know hope and things that went well for the year. Uh, and then I came across uh, LinkedIn. I follow Mike on LinkedIn. Uh, we have you know a little fun conversation, and he was a guest a year and a half, a long time ago. Uh, and he started Aerial Resupply Coffee, and we always make the joke, you know, when you retire, you got to grow a beard. You got to sell shirts, got to sell coffee, got to start a podcast. Got to do it. You got to do it. All right. Screw everything else. Like every everybody wants our coffee, and everybody has to have a beard. Um, you know, but so we're we're doing it, and they're like, you know, like, oh, Mike's gonna start a coffee company. How original! There's no way that this could work, right? So let's play the video, Chris. Next time, if you do it again, do it a little bit slower for the Marines. I don't know if they could keep up with it. Yeah. You know, well, I got to do it in crayon. Yeah, crayon and just a little bit slower. That's they, right. More you know, pictures than words, yeah. right? I mean, Absolutely. and I'm not going to lie. As soon as I saw Love that, you, that it, if it was, as soon as I saw that it was closed caption, I was like, fuck, oh, man, like I got to read. Exactly. <laughs> the baker. Yeah. 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 Uh, I forget. I always forget the baker was a Marine or is a yeah, Marine. Sorry. Is a Marine. Is a, yeah. Can't say former Marine. But uh, before we, before I turn over, yeah, we got the homeless guy that I picked up in Nebraska to do a fight show with us. Kelly Ramirez, Air Force veteran. He's on hook and horns. Now Texas and OU will change it. We're not getting into it, Kelly. Um, but all right. Uh, we're not getting into it. All right, so we're getting we're getting into Mike. So Mike, I've been like I said, I've been following you uh, since uh, we had you on the show. But yeah. give us what's been going on, how, like how all this happened, and you know maybe some some failures that you know you learn from and turn into a positive. That kind of stuff. Just welcome to the Trash Talk Hour again, 
And yeah. uh, and obviously we know that it was because you were on our show a year and a half ago that this all happened, but we won't take full credit for it. Hey, right? just take the credit. Just, just, just go with just it. Little. Just take a little. I'm good yeah. with it. <laughs> no. well, like, look, you know, so like, so I started, so like the last time I was on, you know, I'd probably been doing this for about a year now. And cause I'm about two and a half years into to building this thing up. And, um, you know, quite honestly, it, it's been like a lot of hard work with just learning how to do marketing, learning how to do sales, learning how to just do all of it. And, you know, when we first talked, I was still really trying to figure out what clicked, what worked for me, what I wanted to lead with and what I really wanted the mission of ARC to be. And, and, and since then, you know, I've, I've really kind of recalibrated kind of what I want to do. And, you know, so I am selling coffee. I mean, ARC is a coffee company first and foremost. Um, but over the last year, I quit my day job. So I, I left my career um, at post-military and even the corporate world to focus on this full time. Uh, and I've, I've really have this idea of a company built on the premise of support. Right. So I was a lot, I was a logistician, combat support. I was a pog, whatever you want to call it in the military. You know, I'm the guy in the, you know, the ramp, the rear and the guy with the rear and the gear or gear. In the I rear. believe you're looking for pogue. Yeah. Pogue, pogue, pogue. pogue whatever you want to call it. Pogs are, pogs are, pogs are currency. Pogs are a thing for the, you know, I was in second cav regiment in the RSS and it was called the regimental slow squadron. So I know exactly what it is. Okay. So, but look, it's, it's funny, but I wanted to build this company off of the idea of support. And the one thing that I've noticed, and this is my experience, I speak from my own personal journey here on all of this, is that when I got out of the military, there was an absence of organizations that I thought were going to be there in my life. So like places like the VFW and the American Legion, for me, right, this is not for everybody, but for me, were just absent. And even when I tried to reach out to them, they did not seem interested at all in 42-year-old Mike who wanted to come in and, and be part of it because I wasn't part of their generation. In fact, the first organization that I showed up to, um, I called them. I was like, hey, I want to come. And they're like, yeah, come on. And so I, I showed up and it was the meeting to close the chapter. And I was like, dude, like I can like call friends. Like I can have people here. We don't care. Goodbye. Done. And so I, I, I gave up on it. And so what I want ARC to be and where and what what the vision of ARC has become is it's it's this premise of support. It's about community because that's really what I think all of us are doing, right? Like I think when you look at like the coffee, when you look at what you guys are doing with Tenth Mountain Whiskey, when you look at what you're doing with Veteran Trash Talk, when when anybody when anybody who builds a veteran-owned business, what are they looking for? They're looking for the community to recreate the community that they just left in the military, right? Forget everything uh, else. Yeah. That's what they want to do, and I'm choosing to do that through coffee. And so, you know, and that's really where, where I want to go. So at the end of the day, like, I'm really looking at building something that's more akin to like a third place. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, like, there's this idea called the death of the third place, right? Your parents did it all the time. They left work, your dad left work or your mom, whatever. Your dad left work, went to the bar, went home. Cheers was the entire show built on the third place, right? Nobody does it anymore. Everybody goes to work, they go home. You're in the military, you go to work, you go home. Why? Because you're like, well, this sucks. I got to sleep and go back to work because I was, you know, I was in the motor pool until 10 o'clock doing layouts for some stupid commander, right? I mean, that's what that's what you were doing, right? So look, I, I built this thing and, and, and I, I took off and 
last year I did, you know, mid six figures in revenue from two years ago. And I started taking on investors um, because I'm really growing this thing. And in, like I, you saw in the video in November, I um, leased my first retail space and I'm in the process of building a production facility um, here in Charlottesville, Virginia. And I hired my very first employee in business and sales development. So I have somebody else to take some of this off of my plate, you know, while I work on the operational side, but you know, it's starting, it's starting to take off. So there's, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of big things have happened since the last time, last time we talked guys. Wow. That's, that's impressive, awesome. dude. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You know, and it's less than, you know, and, and so it's, you're in your third year, you said two. Well, so May two, two, no, something, no, two, two and some change, right? Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Two and some change. So August will be year three. So I, I still got a little bit of time to go. So yeah, you're well ahead of schedule um, for startups, you know, and like you know, oh, yeah. startups for a cash flow positive is like the fifth year, mm -hmm. and then and then e even after the fifth year, it's like less than four percent bring in of all startups bringing over. I think it's like ten million in recurring revenue, mm -hmm. and then less than like ten percent bring in a million in revenue, right? Like to 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 do that, and like like you said. You know, you quit your job because you know you were having that success, and that's that's got to be a tough decision to make. Oh yeah, and we've talked about it on the show before about you know America is one of the few countries where you can take a shot like that, mm -hmm. right? Where it's Absolutely. like you can you can you have a chance to now makes you know life changing money as a and and you're giving up on the security of a retirement and a service job or a job that's just you know you can work there for twenty years most likely. Right, barring something. Talk about that mindset, like going through that change of where you're like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say screw it, I'm gonna go. Well, that was scary as hell. Like, I'm not gonna lie, right? You go from the military where you're like, hey, I'm I'm gonna get paid once or two times a month, whether I'm you know, as long as I'm breathing, right? Like it's gonna come. And then you leave, you go to the corporate world, and there's still that job security a little bit, but you're also worried about, I mean, the culture of layoffs the culture of, you know, downsizing, all this other stuff. And so for me, I was like, well, if this is really going to go, I'm going to have to leave and focus on this full time because I can't build a business doing this on nights and weekends anymore and not have my family completely like, where is, where's dad? Like, where's Mike as part of the family unit? Like I couldn't do that. And quite honestly, like I didn't want to work 18 hour days. I didn't leave the military to work 18 hour days. I didn't want to do that. And so I, I, I hard look and I said, well, it's, it, it has a chance. I have enough money that I've built up over time to be able to take, you know, to pay myself for basically a year, which is what I've done and bet on myself. And so it's been a lot of hustling. It's been a lot of, you know, really pushing forward. Um, but it's not easy. I mean, it's not, I mean, you're, you're basically saying, okay, any money that comes in is going to be based on my performance. No more is it hiding underneath the umbrella of, well, if I don't do a good job today, somebody else will do it. It's like, if you don't do it, it doesn't get done and you don't get paid. So like, what are you going to do? And a lot of people can do it. Um, and, and a lot of people have been very successful at it. And some people realize how hard it is and it's not for them. And that's okay. Yeah. And you know, we got a uh, up North knowledge. We got a YouTube commenter. Somebody's watching this on YouTube. 
All right, uh, what's up, guys? Check it out. Like, subscribe, brother. Yeah. yeah, and he's trying to he's trying to one up you. He's like, first year business, I'm cash flow positive. There you go, man. Like, 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 <laughs> it's like he's like, I'm better than you. I did it in a year. You know what? But everybody's <laughs> you know what the thing though is is that everybody's journey is different. Some people yeah. will start, you know, so like I'm in a consumer packaged goods industry, right? Like if I had chosen to do business leadership consulting and have no overhead whatsoever, yeah, I could be cash flow positive almost immediately, right? If but, you know, when you start taking on capital equipment, like that's that's a little bit of a different scenario. And especially as you move forward. And so what I did, what many people, I think, don't do a good job of is like you have to look at your company in a different way. So. Any any coffee shop that you see around is a coffee shop first and that's it. But the way other people like Black Rifle and some of these other companies like Red Bull, they are a marketing company first that just happens to sell something else. So like the three, the three companies that I pay attention to predominantly, obviously black rifle, another, and, and red bull are the, are the two that I pay attention to. But the other one is liquid death, which is mm -hmm. they bottle water. Yeah. And the whole story behind that, if you guys aren't familiar is the guy was a roadie. He was at concerts and raves and all these different things where everybody was running out of the energy drinks and people were refilling their can their monster cans with water. And he's like, why don't I do that? Why don't I just sell water in a monster can? And that's where it's liquid death came from. And now they're just making a ton of, they're just rolling in it. It's like the pet rock. You know, the guy made a million dollars off of it. No, yeah. That's a... <laughs> and Stanley, right? I mean, Stanley's the big thing now, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. That marketing team needs a raise. Exactly. So I have a teenage daughter. Like, I never knew anything about this damn cup until it was, like, close to Christmas. And we're, like, rushing to get a Stanley cup. Like, what the fuck is this shit? It blows my mind, man. That marketing hockey, team needs Dave, a raise. Because they, <laughs> they have done amazing, man. It, it's out of control. Out of control. Yeah, but yeah for sure. It hasn't been easy though. And I, you know, so like, so I didn't, what I didn't hit on was your question about failure. So like, you know, I've taken a lot of shots at marketing that didn't work out for me. Right. Like I've paid a lot of money. Like I've had a lot of money go out the door trying to learn how to do pay-per-click ads, Facebook, ad, you know, you name it, just trying to figure out what will work for me so that I can be that marketing company first. And that's very hard coming from like the military community where you're taught don't be the one that is out in front of everybody. Like you want to be part of the team. And so individualism kind of goes away. And so now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, forget everything you did for 20 years uh, or however long you're in the military. Now it's all about you sell yourself. And that is still something I struggle with. Right. And what we want to say to our audience, because this will get, you know, downloaded on Spotify and, you know, Apple for the audio. So those of you not watching right now, or those of you who watch it later, uh, and click on it on Gruntworks and YouTube and that stuff is, you know, people will sit there and we've talked about it before, we'll whine and complain. Uh, and we all do it. We're all guilty of it at some point. But there's a difference in people who get to that next generation, that that generation, um, the next level of like, you know, generational wealth or that that next level of setting up success for not only hiring other people, paying other people. Right, doing all that, they take an enormous amount of risk getting there. Everybody sees how they look when they got there, but they never care to look back at where they were when they were in the same situation as a lot of you are right now, sitting there thinking about maybe I, I could probably do something like this. Yeah, you probably could. Go do it. 
right? Go try. And especially to the veteran community, go try something, right? Who cares if it's done? Do it better, right? And one of the things that- Not not, not being afraid of failure. Like if you fail, you fail. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, everybody's terrified of failure. So like, like, I wanted to like, have you bring that up to like, where if you have like some specific things where you're like, well, that sucked, right? And like, was there ever a time where you sat and said, you know what, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm in over my head. Like, were there, was there ever any doubt like that or something that happened? Because again, in the business world, something might happen in China or something might happen in a different country that can completely derail whatever road you were on. And like, buddy, we talked about it the other day, something as an infantry guy, you just pivot and go the other way. Like, well, <laughs> I'll go that way. I'll tell you that um, up until recently, I've been pretty confident in what I've been doing. I will tell you, I will say that the the pucker moment for me came when I started raising money of investors and now I'm playing with other people's money. That's that's the pucker moment because it's not just about me anymore, right? And I have a lot of people who who I've built this community over the past two and a half years who all support me, who believe in me and have invested some very large sums of money to be able to push and push this brand forward. And now it's like, okay, so now I have the belief of all these people and now I have to, now it's like, okay, this is when it really matters. Everything I did before is great. And it, and I can hang my hat on it and say, I did it, but now it's, what is this really going to turn into? And so, you know, my, you said it earlier, my goal is, it's kind of that race to $10 million in annual revenue, right? Like if I can get there, which I full, I firmly believe I can, like coffee is an $18 billion a year industry. The money is there. So all I have to do is just get to 10 million annual revenue. And then that's like the next break point. And then the companies that go from 10 million to wherever, I mean, when you, if you look at like, and I'll, I'll use black rifle because it's the big dog in the room. If you look at what they did, before they went IPO, they were only doing about 40 to $50 million in annual revenue, right? So in 2021, when they did that, they were that's, that's what their revenue was before they went public. And so, but it took them seven years to get there. So, you know, along the way, you know, I don't know exactly when they made their first million and I don't know when they made their first 10 million, but it's this snowball effect. And I, I kind of look at it as, if you're not even willing to play the game, then how are you going to win at the game? So why not be throw your hat in the ring? The worst thing that happens is people say no and you go do something else. Right. No, that's a that's a that's a good point. And again, we got oh, we got our one of our favorite critics on the chat there. We got Jeremy Daniels. He's always a big ball of positivity. Uh he's words, words, words. Yes, Jeremy. This is he said show. that a while ago. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is it. I, I missed it. This is a podcast. Like that is exactly what you're supposed to be hearing is words. I don't know if you know this, but podcasts are made of words. 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 But for Marines, podcasts are slideshows, right? That's why it's a science. Yeah. Yeah. And then you end up with a podcast. See, and and he got up north. He laughed at the comments we were making because he's got a sense of humor, probably. Probably why you're successful in business. Got to have a little bit of a sense of humor, too. Oh, 100%. You got to be able to to laugh off some things and do it. But what are the. If you can talk about what are the before we like because we know you have a hard stop uh, in about four minutes. Uh, what are some of the the things for the future? All right, you got like you said you, you're having a, a distribution center. 
built and then you're, you signed your lease for your first, uh, you know, brick and mortar mm-hmm. and which is something we're looking into doing too. Mm-hmm. So um, like, what what's the future for that? Like the space, the employees, the hiring, yeah. us, as if we were like an investor, give us the pitch. Sure. So what I'm doing right now is um, so the, I, it's a 2,500 square foot um, industrial space. That's really, it's, it's more roasting packaging and um, distribution. Plus I am also doing almost like, um, you know, people can come in and buy a cup of coffee, right? I, I absolutely refuse to be a barista. I don't believe in that drip coffee for me is like, number one. So like, if you're used to the gas station, you roll in, you grab a cup of coffee, and you go out. It's exactly what I want it to be like, only because I feel like that's kind of the culture, right? I mean, so if you want to add the other stuff, then you can do that. I'll have it there, but that's on you, right? We are all big people that can add stuff into their own coffee, but I want to be able to, I want, my goal is to hire veterans, family, uh, veterans, first responders, military spouses, you know, I'm very active in the Skillbridge community to bring in interns, to bring in um, people who are exiting the military to be a part of this. Um, but moving forward, you know, like, like, you know, my, my goal is to have, you know, employees somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 20. Like I'm looking at expansion of remote roles across the country. I'm still looking at distribution. So am, right now I'm on Amazon FBA. So if you go on Amazon, you have Amazon Prime. You can buy ARC coffee and get it shipped to your house in two days. And, my next question. How can people support you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm in Kroger. So like the three store trial here in Charlottesville, nice. like I'm in Kroger. And like if that does well here, I'm already connected and able to be on the shelf in 40 other stores. So it's like nice. I'm, I'm waiting for we're going through some analytics right now. So, again, and all of this stuff that I'm talking about here, I did this by myself by just like sticking my head into people's doors and being like, how do you do this? Anybody can do this. So, you know, it, the game is not as hard as people make it out to be. It might take a little bit longer. That's what I didn't realize is how long it would take to get into certain places. But so that's that's I, really. I think, I think you also have to talk about maybe, you know, how did you structure your life prior to starting this business? You know what I mean? Like the, the thing is, a lot of people like to take like, hey, I'm going to start this like say Dave, for instance, I'm going to get into real estate, right? Or, or you, Mike, I'm going to get into coffee. Well, prior to getting into and making a profit, they've already spent the profit on toys and bullshit and they've structured financially structured their life so that if they don't have the ability to say, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and try something because they're so into debt and working for their debt that they can't well, they can't even. Well, Mike, Mike was really a failure because Mike, you know, what I mean? like Mike was smart about that though. He mentioned yeah. that earlier. Like he had, you had enough in the reserves too. Like you, right. were a little bit ahead of the game where you were able to sustain yourself for a couple months with, you know, for, and that's a really good question because for somebody who has nothing, and then to jump in to be able to do that and devote right. their time one hundred percent to it, well, would be challenging. Mike has done a really good job of talking about like you know, how you can just stick your head in the doors, how people want to help other people and asking them. Right. But you have to, you have to set yourself up for success by structuring your life to not have, you know, very good point. Well, let me say this real quick. So what I did was I took, like I said, I had $500. I took 500 bucks and put it in the bank and said, I'm going to sink or swim with this. Mm -hmm. And that was different 
than what I was doing in my personal life. Right. right. So like, that was the separation of church and state, so to speak. Right. And so I said, I'm going to sink or swim with this 500 bucks. Let's go. And I made smart decisions and figured out my own marketing plan and figured out how I was going to sell coffee. And that $500 has snowballed over time into what I've, you know, what the revenue of the company has, has yeah. become. Mm -hmm. That that's called the lean startup method. Many people can do this. It's just a lot of people, you got to be very disciplined to do it. And you got to realize that you can do a lot of this building for free if you're willing to learn. Like I did everything on YouTube, right? You can find how to do anything on YouTube, TikTok, you name it. So Absolutely. I'm not going to pay a consultant $1,500 for their time to tell me a little bit of what, what they can do when I can go find the same answer on YouTube for free and then find five more videos that explain it more in depth. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, but I know you gotta, I know you gotta take off. You gotta leave. So uh, we'll do a quick, uh, quick hot wash here. And the thing you nailed the most was the discipline and I'll, I'll knock on myself here. Things that I went wrong in my life. I, you look back at it and go, God, that was stupid. Mm -hmm. Right. Like there, there's just something dumb that you did it had a lapse of discipline. And the easiest thing to do is blame other people or blame the system when mm -hmm. you don't want to just look at the damn mirror. That's victim, right? victim mentality. Yeah, right. Yeah. Look in the damn mirror and be like, I probably could have adjusted for that. You know, okay. and then and again, there are things that you couldn't adjust it for. And that's just called shit. Like, okay. it, it, you know, it happens. Um, it's a shirt. But hey, quick hot wash. There are giants. Okay, and we don't know if they're aliens or if they're super soldiers from New Jersey. Those or the, the Miami Heat. Or the Miami Heat. It could have just been, a, bas could just been a basketball team. Yeah. What we also learned was is you don't fuck around in free states. All right. People will start popping at you. All right. They 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 will. All right. Um, and one of the things we found out in our And they're coming to a town near you. Yeah. <laughs> so you better stock up with some poor patriots. Right. And get and then, your supplies because uh yeah, it's getting and I'll do this. I'll do this for Dave. All right. It's fourpatriots.com slash VTTGW. No longer need a code. Yeah. And remember, I said this on the fight show yesterday. Four Patriots, you know what? If you don't want to buy their stuff, whatever. But they are giving money to support this mission specifically, right? To, to, to grow veteran trash talk, to actually build the community for veterans, right? And they give millions of dollars to veterans organizations. So if you do like outdoor survival stuff, i.e. flashlights, generators, you know, anything like the the, the the meals, right? Go there, right? Go to Four Patriots because why not? They're helping us out. You know, they're helping veteran groups out. Go there. If you got one that you like, hey, man, so be it. Uh, and then, Mike, what an awesome story, you know, coming yeah, from sure. in, in a year and a half when you were on our show to where coming you're from at a now. Pog? Coming from a Pog? From a, a Pog, yeah. Uh, a, a, a 25 cent pog right mike, uh, you know, yeah, mike is basically like he, he's basically uh a uh is is a american version of drake he started from the bottom but bottom now he's here here yeah yeah, yeah. five hundred dollars stamp that, Chris, right? stamp that. <laughs> so yeah now go shop you know on amazon you can aerial resupply coffee follow him on all of his platforms instagram youtube facebook uh linkedin uh, and then go support them. Guess what? Buy Eagle Claw coffee from, you know, Ranger Essentials. Buy coffee from Aerial Resupply. Buy coffee from Black Rifle. Buy all the coffee. Just like when, you know, buy our shirts. Buy Nine Line Apparel. Buy freaking, you know, Chummy Bed Apparel. Buy it all, right? Just buy buy a shirt from Hanes, okay? Get it, get it from a veteran-owned huh? company. 
yeah, funny yeah how that we, works. Don't, we don't care. Um, but hey, great show, uh, Mike. Thanks for coming on. We'll let uh, we'll let Dave close it out. But there's your hot wash. Thanks, guys. Final final words, Mike. All right, look, I, I enjoy coming on the show with you guys. So hopefully, maybe in the next 18 months, it's kind of like Moore's Law, right? Everything doubles. So maybe, maybe here, you know, a year and a half from now, we'll be. We'll You'll be, be in our here. studio. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But appreciate, yeah. appreciate you guys having me on. Appreciate everything, Mike. Great story. Trash Talkers, Grunt Works Nation. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you go check out shop.veterantrashtalk.com. We're wearing some awesome merch. I am wearing. For those of you that watched the interview with Elon Musk, where he says, go fuck yourself, where we're trying to blackmail him. This is an awesome tea. We made that, so go get that. Go to veterantrashtalk.com. That's our website. It's got the links to Spotify, all Apple Music, iTunes, whatever else we're on, and uh, we'll catch you guys next Saturday. Boom, we're out. Thanks for watching and listening, and now a word from our sponsor, Four Patriots. In a startling description, the UN food chief warned the world with the words, knocking on famine's door. He called what we're facing a perfect storm of a perfect storm. And he's not alone. Barron's published that a food shortage could be coming, even in the U.S. Farmers see it, too. John Boyd Jr., a fourth-generation farmer, told Fox News that we're going to see empty food shelves in the coming months. That's why getting survival food is more important than ever now. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good for 25 years, super survival food. Hand-packed in a family-owned facility in the USA and giving jobs to over 200 Americans. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add boiling water, simmer, and serve. And right now, for the next few days, listeners of the Veteran Trash Talk podcast will get 10% off their first order at 4patriots.com by using the code VTTGW. Go to 4patriots.com and use the code VTTGW to start your stockpile today.